How good are holidays? Just want you to think about that. I could think about that for a long time. Well, now that it's finally within cooey for most of us, doesn't it just feel like the summer break can't come soon enough? Well, no more dragging the kids out of bed and battling through the traffic to get to school, to work, to the supermarket, to training, to the game and home again. I could keep going. But life can just be exhausting at times, can't it? Well, have you ever dreamt about packing up your life? The kids your partner, and travelling around Australia for a year. It's something that people often talk about, but have you actually taken the plunge? I'd love to hear from you. Is it something you've contemplated? What's holding you back? Perhaps you've already taken a trip and had the time of your lives. Or maybe you'd never do it again. You can text me on 0418 226 or tweet me at RN Drive. Well, Mary in Northcote has written in saying, in 1978, mum, dad, me and seven siblings um, and for a few stretches, my grandmother travelled in Europe for eight months in a combi van. Wow, Mary. No seatbelts, so we could all feel <laughs> fit in and no trailer, just roof racks. So pretty crowded, sometimes staying in houses offered through family contacts, mostly camping. Most of us skipped a year of school. We wrote a book called 10 on Tour, which sold out. It wasn't all fun, sort of complicated in some ways, but very rich experience. That sounds absolutely fantastic. Travelling around with 10 at a time in Europe. Good on you, Mary, and thanks for letting us know. Well, Danelle Lemon and Mary might have something in common because Danelle and her husband Adam and four of their five children have recently returned from an 11-month trip around Australia and are working out when they can do it again. Danelle, welcome. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me. Oh, not at all. I'm really looking forward to speaking to you about your travels. I mean, this prospect to just pack up your life and head out, head bush, if you like, would frighten some people and really excite others. What prompted you to pack up your family and life as you knew it and head off around the country? I'm a dreamer and a gypsy at heart for years and I have tried to convince my husband to come and do it. And then finally the penny dropped during lockdown and COVID and we we sat around and we're like, this is just not, it's not working. And while we were in COVID, it was peaceful. It was, Mm. we had no rush. And then we're just like, why can't we do this as our everyday reality? So we put the wheels in motion and has restrictions eased off and it got easier to plan the trip. And then we just took off. Wow. So where did your trip take you? Uh, We headed from central west New South Wales, Dubbo. We made our way along the New South Wales north coast and we headed all the way up following the coastline of east coast of Australia to Cooktown. That was the furthest we went. And then we backtracked down through um, the Dinosaur Trail. We did that and then across and up into the Northern Territory all the way around down to Perth and across the Nullarbor into South Australia and back home. What an adventure. You know, I I did something similar with my kids and husband, I don't know, maybe nine years ago where we backpacked, we just packed up and backpacked around the world for six months, slumming it along the way. And when people would often say to me, what were some of your highlights? I found that so hard because there was a highlight in every place we visited. What about you? What were your highlights or is that too hard to answer? It is a little bit hard, but the standout for us, and when I say that we travelled Australia, we really only just touched, scratched the surface, so to speak. Mm. Australia is phenomenal and there's just so much to do and a year is not long enough in any scheme of things. But El Cuestro Station, 
uh, in the, the um, Kimberley region was a standout for us, not only the landscape but a highlight and a major accomplishment because our little boys are only four and six and we did a 10-kilometre round hike that day oh. to meet go to the gorge. So for them to do that the whole way, they didn't whinge, they didn't complain and they took it all in. And when I say it's a hike, we had to push them up and down boulders and scale a waterfall wall to get across. Oh, so that was just a huge accomplishment and, accomplishment for oh, us. Gosh, yeah, and for them, four and six. I mean, and they didn't whinge yep. any other way. They just loved no, it. They, they found wonder in. Everything was amazing to them. Mm, food mm. was a big briber. Like we packed a lot of food and high-protein <laughs> snacks to get them keep going. So the hanger didn't hit in. But, um, yeah, that was just the standout for us. And Broome probably, Cable Beach, it's just simply stunning. And if anybody can go and travel, I think you have to go to Cable Beach. It's, to me, it would be equivalent to the Maldives of Australia. Yeah, right. Obviously in Western Australia there. And I believe one of your yep. sons had a very special birthday at a place that has become very dear to your heart. Yeah, 1770. It's just a beautiful little coastal town, just um, about an hour and 10 from Bundaberg. And um, what made it so special for us is we'd met some beautiful friends on our trip, some friends that we'd actually known for 10 years, happened to be in the same town at the same time. And then another beautiful family that we met on the road and become very good friends with. So he had his own little special travelling gypsy birthday party. So that was, that was a, a sentimental special trip for us. I bet, I bet. Well, I'd love to hear from you. Have you contemplated packing up your family and heading on a trip around Australia? What's holding you back? Perhaps you've already taken a trip and have had the time of your lives. Maybe you'd never do it again. Text me on 0418 or tweet me at RN Drive. Well, on the text line, Cathy in Melbourne has written in saying, no way, my limit for playing animal vegetable mineral is four hours tops. Did you, Danelle, play any games like that on your travels that, you know, drove you crazy but got you there in the end? To be honest, we didn't actually play a lot of games. We did I Spy to help with our first our, sorry, our six-year-old, he just started school this year, so we were doing that to help him with his alphabet and sounds. But we did a lot of um, revision on highlights for the kids. Like we wanted to keep the memories going because when you see so many places in such a short amount of time, like over a few weeks, we wanted to keep them remembering all the beautiful things we'd done. Didn't want to just roll into the next one. So we talked a lot and listened to a lot of podcasts, actually. Mm, mm, mm. Now, I know it wasn't all uh, roses. How could it be, you know, 11 months doing what you did with <laughs> yeah. the ages in the car? And as I understand, you know, three days in, you all tested positive to COVID. So all six yes. of you were, were, you know, holed up in your caravan for seven days. I mean, you, you've obviously come through that well, but what were some of the other challenges that you faced while you were on tour? Uh, so after we all got the spicy flu, we then hit the Lismore floods. Oh, dear. Um, so we parked up for 10 days um, at Alstonville, which ended up becoming the evacuation centre for the whole region. So that was um, testing because that was torrential rain for days on end, again, confined to the caravan. Mm. Um, we got over that. Um, actually, prior to that, my husband had a severe motorbike, uh, mountain bike accident. Oh. So we couldn't drive. I wasn't able to tow the caravan and he actually fractured three ribs, three fingers and his scapula. So he was 
bed bound for a week. Wow. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um, so I feel like they came in three and after that it was smooth sailing. Okay. Did you ever think at any stage, I mean, they were early days, right? But did you ever Very think about early. packing in the towel and heading home? No, this had been a dream for so long. And honestly, it could have been a hurdle that we'd happened at home. It was better to be away and doing our trip than sure. be at home having a hurdle. It was going to happen. So we just wrote it out. Now, what about the, you, your young children and schooling on the road? Um, how did you do it? Was it a drag? Because they were in the school of life. Every day they would have been seeing and just absorbing what it goes on in this beautiful country. How did you approach schooling for them? Uh, I chose to do homeschooling over formal distance education due to the fact that I didn't want to be confined and being um, sticking to a certain curriculum, so to speak, because they were so young mm -hmm. and they could learn so much on the road. So we um, just did basic, uh, like a journal every night and touched on his spelling words and things like that. And then for the littlest one, we did basic, very, very basic schooling while he learnt everything on the road. Like if you asked him any an American truck or any car, he could tell you everything like that. He could tell you a lot of geographical locations around Australia and we just figured when we got home, if we hadn't learnt enough, we would catch him back up with tutors because this life experience was next level. He wasn't yeah. going to get that kind of education at school Absolutely. at this age. So a lot of people who might be listening might be thinking, I would love to do this, but I can't afford to do it, to, to leave my job, to then go and, you know, go around the country. Are there any tips of living well, but on a budget or, you know, whatever that budget might be or frugally on the road? I really think everybody could, I don't want to sound like it's a naive dream, but I think if you really want to do something, you can make it happen. Even if you started off with a tent, there's work in every town we went to, not just regional, rural towns like cities, everywhere is screaming for somebody and so many places are even offering accommodation. We we cooked a lot from scratch and we also um, didn't eat out. Mm. We didn't eat out like a heap of times, but mm. we just live so simply. You don't realise how much you don't need when you're just in a caravan. Like mm. a, a simple meal outside is an entertaining experience as it is because yeah, you're bet. in a new spot. Yeah. And you really just need, you know, electricity to to plug in your, your RV and, and, and water. Um, we're actually fully self-equipped. So we wow. get a lot of free camping and a lot of um, station stays where we didn't even use power. We just run off our solar. Wow. So the big question now, Danielle, is you've been home in Dubbo for a few weeks. How are you all adjusting? <laughs> Um, we're, we're not adjusting. It's um, I don't know how you would describe it unless you've been in this situation, but when you're so free, literally not bound by, like I didn't even pack a watch for the whole year. So <laughs> when you're not bound by time and the rushing and then you come back to what was not your life, it's really, really hard and we're just itching to go again. Wow. And would you do the next one in Australia or would you head abroad? No, I still want to do Australia. There's still so much to see and do. It's oh. so many experiences and people to meet. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun being in your uh, large family of five. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, Danelle. Thank you for having me. I hope it inspired other people to do it. It's really, really amazing. I think you might have. Danelle Lemon, mother of five and a very intrepid traveller. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.